Listener discretion is always advised. <laughs> Do you remember those TV shows in the morning with uh, Al Roker and all those? Well, that's the national syndicated ones. You know, but, but that's the one that I'm going to be talking about, the one with Al Roker. You'd be surprised what some of these broadcasters, newscasters, weathermen, anchormen, anchorwomen, Others do when they get off of work. Listen to this shit. Shower at night, so I'll wear my pajamas for like three nights before I switch into three the nights. I shower at night. I'm wearing clean. But after you take a shower, you're still rolling around in those jammies. You, you get yeah, all your dead skin person, cells. The average person what? perspires a cup of sweat every night. At it, night. At night. And I know, and so you, I know you perspire. I smell them, and they smell like the soap from the night before. That's, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> in your mind. Well, I think it also depends on how much you sweat. No, and honestly, I am trying to this year. I don't really wear pajamas. I wear t-shirts and shorts. Like I just, okay. or your clothes from the day. You don't well, sleep in your clothes. There are times where I'm so exhausted I fall asleep in my clothes. <laughs> what kind of life are you living? A busy one. <laughs> where you? I said even... the other day. I feel like sometimes my life is a treadmill, like six point nine. What are you, George just, Jetson? <laughs> and I just want to push the pause button and straddle. You the treadmill sleep in for your work clothes sometimes. Every once in a while, I fall asleep. You know that's nasty. Shout. Well. That is some nasty shit. Let's get it going. This is for masters, this technique. You know what the fuck this is. Do you know what day it is? It seems like we're losing a few of them every couple of days. My name happens to be Justice. This happens to be the Peace Podcast, and I happen to do this shit daily. Welcome to the Justice in the Peace Podcast. I love to tell you that I've got some inspiring news for you. Some stuff that'll make you feel better about yourself and, um, well, I do. You're here. You're with me. And guess what? I'm a motherfucking idiot. So you get somebody to make fun of for at least the next 45 minutes. I will be here for all your entertainable is that a word i'll be here for all of the needs entertainment wise just go ahead and and and, and realize my name is justice and this is kind of what the fuck it is that i do i don't have to scour the fucking internet anymore for any kind of stories they just drop right on my lap some of the people who listen to the podcast actually send me some of the shit it is that they think that I might find interest in talking about. And I am grateful. You want to know why? Let me tell you. My name is Justice. This is the Peace Podcast. I'm quite the peaceful individual, but I ain't never had a problem breaking you bitches into pieces. I broadcast daily and saying this shit is starting to get on my motherfucking nerves. When y'all gonna understand that I am number one? I mean, let's get it going. Let's go. I mean, we started it off with these non-washing-they-ass nasty motherfuckers. Shit can get nasty, can't it? Isn't shit just naturally nasty? That's why they call it shit. But shit, who the hell am I to call anything nasty? I can't say that I'm the the pristine object of uh, purity, as they may say. But I know one thing. The shit I'm about to report to you is just completely motherfucking.
fucking disgusting, outright diabolical, naturally nasty. Listen to this shit right here. I think I reported this story before, but now we have somebody else with a much better voice and delivery to go ahead and try to persuade you about the natural harms that are out in this nasty motherfucking world. Listen to this. Stop scrolling. An Australian woman has warned of the perils of the concert, going after she contracted herpes on her forehead at a... This lady got herpes on her forehead. What motherfucking year is this again? Is this... What is going on on your... I'm sorry. Continue. A music festival in Melbourne. Tanisha Crow, 23 years old, warned her followers on TikTok about the perils of the concert going after she contracted herpes on her forehead at the Melbourne event. She said, So five years ago, I finished school and I went to Falls. And when I got home, I was so sick. Tanisha shared on the social media app in a recent post, which was deleted shortly after her story went viral. Tanisha, who was 18 years old at the time of the infection, went on to develop a massive painful scab that soon left her unable to eat or drink, landing her in the hospital for five days. Doctor Nigga, herpes put her in the hospital for a, f for a whole work week. Do they cover that shit where you work at? Ask your boss. If I go to a concert, and let's just say, I mean, just theoretically, like, look at your boss in the eye to be dead ass serious, because I'm going to ask my motherfucking boss if I go to a festival with my, okay, me and my, me and the mother of my children, we go, we used to go to this festival uh, in Concord. It's outside, and it was packed full of people. I'm talking about motherfuckers side by side. Now, if you tell your boss that you went to a festival and you got herpes on your forehead, um... Um, and you need to take the week off. Will they cover it? Do you think that that is going to change the dynamic of the relationship with you and your boss? Or do you think your boss is going to say, well, damn it, if you, if you need the week off, you'll, you, you take the week off. I mean, I'm just asking dumbass questions. Y'all know. I'm a motherfucking idiot. Continue. Doctors initially believed the mark on her head was a simple sunburn until her condition worsened with fever and an evolving rash that eventually turned black, resembling oh. a scab. Oh. Determined to get rid of the growing scab, she got tested for staphylococcus infection and- Oh, staphylococcus. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to say before it escaped my imagination, you really know why she went to the hospital. <laughs> you hear that devilish laugh? I'm about to say something terrible. Soon as her white ass started to turn black, she ran her ass to that hospital. Y'all got to fix this. So this has to be addressed. The bumps, I can take. The pus, I can deal with. But the discoloration of this pristine sheet skin, you must be out your motherfucking mind. You're going to have to fix this. It's going to fuck up my credit. And the shingles virus, which both returned negative. One follow-up with Tanisha's doctors prompted them to rush her to a hospital after seeing how drastically the rash had worsened. God damn! Even, hey, when your doctors say, look, we got to send you to a better doctor, start checking off your bucket list from wherever you're at. Start making a bucket list right now, if you don't have one, about shit you can do when you can't physically do shit. 
After five days of testing, Crow was diagnosed with herpes, which is caused by the herpes simplex virus. The Melbourne woman still doesn't know how she contracted the disease. Her doctors posited that she may have brushed against someone with an infected sore in the crowd. Stop it. <coughs> now, let's just imaginatively think of one thing. Do you really think that she would admit that she was out there in Melbourne? Now, this is just theoretically hyperbole. Uh, this is theoretical hyperbole, okay? I'm just talking shit. I'm not alleging anything, but let's just say, do you think that this lady or any lady by that fact of any matter would actually admit that she went out to Melbourne and was sucking random dicks and got motherfucking herpes infection on her forehead? I mean, I'm just saying, it's kind of suspect. I mean, Stop scrolling. Yeah, I stopped. I listened, and boy, did I learn I don't believe that lady. And I'm going to say it nicely like that before I go deep, because I want to say, really, you know, the truth is, um, I, I think that the truth is, um, you know, um, I don't believe this bitch. I believe she was out there sucking random dicks. She got drunk. White girls go wild. And I'm not even saying that she's white. Her name indicates that she's not. But let's go ahead and just imagine that she went out there. She got drunk. And white girls go wild. Somebody slaps her with a dick on her forehead. And then she gets this bump. And she thinks it's a pimple. And she pops that motherfucking. It spreads like Outbreak the movie on her forehead. And the next thing you know. She looks in the mirror and she says, I've, I've had, I've had something like this before. I'll just put some rubbing alcohol and some peroxide on it and it'll bubble away. But then the skin, it starts to change. It begins to discolor. The pigment starts to darken and she starts to worry if Billy is going to leave her. Who the fuck is Billy? I don't know, but just walk with me. She went to the hospital because she was turning black, okay? All right, let's just keep it real. I mean, shit. Didn't I tell you you was going to get a show if you stay? You going to get a damn show if you listen to me. If you didn't know, you know now, motherfucker. Now, that beat right there, I love it so much. It indicates that there's getting ready to be a modern standoff going on. And guess what? I got a modern standoff for you right now. This shit is epic. Some shit, this is, when you get old, your battles become different. You don't fight niggas in the street. No, no, no. You fight niggas in the supermarket or you fight your motherfucking neighbors because they are an immediate threat upon your happiness then. Let me take you to this, all right? The dog got off the leash. Yeah. But I'm still, I'm still, your dog ain't on no leash. He and you got that big ass stick for my dog. Yes, I did. If you hit my dog with that stick, you might well dig a hole. Did you hear what she said? She said, if you hit my dog with that motherfucking stick, you might as well dig a hole. Now, ma'am. Why would he want to dig a hole? Could you please educate these these new motherfuckers to the show? For yourself. You put your dog, you walk through my yard. 
take you come your ass right to the front side. No, no, no. Yeah, get get your ass out my yard. Get your ass out my yard. I tell you one damn thing. I tell you one damn thing. You hit my dog with a stick. You a motherfucking know about it. Okay, well he been here with you stick. Be, you hit my dog with a stick. Yes, I did yesterday. You know that? I damn sure did you. Hold on. Let me let her loose. Oh, shit. Where is this? Okay. You know what? You fucks with my dog every oh, chance no, you get. Because no, no. I look out there and she be just going off. You be, why would you would you want me hitting your motherfucking dog with a stick? What the fuck is he saying? But you got that big ass stick for my dog. No, don't do that. I'm advising you now. I'm advising you don't fucking hit my dog with that stick. You hear? I am advising you. Now, that is a kind way of threatening someone. If you happen not to know, I just gave you a gem, a morsel of information that you could take for the rest of your motherfucking life. If someone says, I am advising you, what they're really doing is trying to let you know they are sending indicators to your motherfucking ass that they willing to go to jail behind breaking their foot off in your motherfucking tail. I don't know what else to say or tell you except for finish listening. You should come right to the front. You go through that agitating that dog on purpose. Man, listen here, Jeff. You're another damn lie. You're another damn lie. And one damn thing about it, you might used to beat your mama ass, but you better not put that stick. Yeah. Who you calling the bitch? You better get your motherfucking ass over there in your yard. And stay you and stay your ass out my yard. If your dog come back in my yard again, he will not come out this yard. You understand what I'm saying? If your dog come back in my yard, your dog will not come out this yard. <laughs> You know, it's it's wonderful. As you get older, like I said, your battles, boy, they change so much than, than, than what they used to be when when you were younger. Things change so much so that you don't even understand it sometimes. You look up and you say, this is what's pissing me the fuck off. But then again, some things just never change about us. Some things that are just grounded into our core foundation personalities. So when it comes to certain people, they are unwilling to budge, break, nor move off of these cornerstones of what it is that makes them them. Like this guy, Bootsy, tell him. With the T.I. situation, if he did that, you're a fucking rat too. I don't spare no motherfucking body. Because if you, if you, if you're doing anything wrong, you doing anything criminal wise, and you cooperate with law enforcement to get you out of trouble, that means you're cooperating. That means you're a rat. But I'm gonna tell you like this. When I saw that, I think T.I. fucking lying. Ooh, I I don't know if you know what exactly it is that Mr. Bootsy is talking about right here, but Bootsy is talking about an interview that T.I. did on somebody else's podcast where he admitted 
he openly admitted that he suggested information to the police on his cousin who had died. And the reason why he had did that was because he had spoke to his cousin in heaven or some shit like that. But if you a street nigga and you sell drugs and you do that kind of shit, this is the code. This is, you, you don't cooperate under any circumstances with the motherfucking police. That's it. That's all in the motherfucking discussion. I think he went up there and just got the fucking talking. See? You think something happened at 17, 18 years old, right? You gonna hold, how vocal he is. I've been around this. You gonna hold that in all them damn time? All this damn time for 20-something years, you gonna hold that in? What? And it finally came out? Why, why admit to that, though? Why admit to that after, like, bro? I don't know what to do with it. Because, you know, I think we all get to a stage in our life to like I was saying our battles are different our struggles are different our outlook is different and I think T.I. is moving from one sector to another sector which would it used to be called a different fucking word you can't use that word anymore because people have taken control of that word and we're gonna get on that in a second but like I was saying wow and you can't even say but anyhow Anyhow, you know, I think he's making a, a, a complete change in his life. And with that change, there does come bumps in the road. And I don't know exactly what that change is going to outcome or what the outcome of that change is going to be. But we can see that he is, I think, obviously trying to make a significant change as we used to refer to that as a um, what was the word that I was going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah transition yeah you can't necessarily even say that word without understanding that you either might be misusing it or that it has been claimed but then again you can't use them they uh her him uh i i mean but but hey I don't give a fuck what it is that you do. I just know one thing, that the change is needed because you want it to be one or the other. And I can't say that without sounding homophobic. So let me go ahead and let someone else tell you how it is. I might into all the other bullshit, I think. What other bullshit? The they and them. Yeah. And all that extra shit that we added during the pandemic because everyone mm -hmm. was so bored on their fucking houses. They just started to make up more shit and more shit. Is that true? Is that when all of this began was in the pandemic in the height of something that has never, ever happened before to humans? With all of this motherfucking technology, we decided to completely let words be hijacked, stolen, taken away, reversed, and then handed back to us with some sort of question mark in front of the word is that what really happened more Shit. stuff more stuff yeah that's where the conservatives like me because i'm just real yeah you there's do no, have a conservative vibe to you them. you're trans you're male or you're female and you're standing and on that so mad when i say that how are you a they what the fuck does that mean what does that mean it's stupid is what it is yeah but you need someone like me that looks like me to say it because if you say it it turns into you're homophobic you hate trans people you hate gays and it's just how you feel you don't hate anyone you nope. just think it's stupid I might this is very true I think it's kind of stupid and that's not to subtract nor deflect from what it is that anyone is experiencing in their experience in real time but at the same time can we just respectfully move amongst this marble with each other instead of with this 
classification, uh, what do you call that shit, uh, 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 what's this, class system, this classification, it's really a classification class system, it's a cliche of some bullshit, you know what's really some, some motherfucking bullshit that people forget, is that Jerry Springer used to be, I think he was a governor or some shit like that, plus, not only that, before he did the Jerry Springer fights, he actually had a very, very good show. Now, this right here, dug up. This was dug up by somebody, but it dropped on my motherfucking feed, and I figured I might as well share it with you. Listen. Hey, I want to give the child up for adoption. Sure. Why can't a man? Because there is a child in the world, and the mother's taking responsibility for No, but for let's it, say the child, there's a child. Let me just stay with this for a second. There's a child born. Mm -hmm. The man impregnated the woman. The woman bore the child for nine months carried the child for nine months now the child is born the woman says i don't want to pay for that child i don't want to spend time with that child i've got to get on with my college with my life or something else i'm not ready to have a child and so i'm giving it up for adoption is a woman allowed to say that yes even though there's a child in the world right. saying i don't want responsibility not be responsible if a right. woman can say i don't want responsibility yeah. is a man allowed to say i don't want responsibility not, I, I think not if the woman is keeping responsibility for the child, then I think the man has to have some responsibility, me. minimally. Oh, pardon me. You're, Why you're, don't you wait your, finished? Your sexism is showing. Can a woman say, hey, I want to give the child... I don't know. How do you feel about that? Because it seems like the system that, 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 that was set into place was put intact for the protection of women, kind of. But now, since the definition of women has been hijacked, are women still protected? I mean, because, you know what? I'll, I'll let someone else explain another part, that this is a very interesting aspect that, 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 that I have found today. Listen. If you go to Google and type in, my wife is yelling at me, the first thing that pops up is going to be a prompt telling you that you need to talk to her calmly, talk about how it makes you feel, right? Seems normal, right? But then if you go to Google and type in, my husband is yelling at me, boom, domestic violence, first thing that pops up. So it only counts as domestic violence when a man is yelling, but not when a woman is yelling. Make that make sense, because I'm confused. How does that make any kind of sense? Like I was saying, if... If the woman aspect has been hijacked and a trans woman yells at you, is that considered domestic violence? How do the new laws work with the new terms? I think that's a better question. How does all of this work? Because I'm getting a little bit confused. And usually when I get confused, I have something to lean on, something that I can actually just know that is there for me that I can just say, you know what? I know that that right there is factual that right there is real that right there is something that i can sustain something i can lean on something i can stand on i won't have to pivot jerk or move something like a fact and if you don't know where this is going here's another episode of morbid facts morbid facts part 247 in 1961, five-year-old Nancy Brewster got a lump on her neck and was eventually too sick to go to school. So her deeply religious family brought her to a Christian practitioner who simply prayed for her and said that her illness was an illusion. Whoa! So her family didn't take her to a doctor. 
They took her to the holistic dude, and the dude just, like, put his hands in the air over her or on her forehead or some shit, probably on her neck, and just prayed for her. This cannot have turned out well. When she died horribly two years later, there was no funeral, and the family never spoke of her again. So forgotten to the world? If you ever have to sneeze, just let it rip. In 2018, a British man blew a hole in his throat by holding his nose and mouth shut while sneezing. Why? Why? Please do not say that in front of kids. Do not try this. I am fully against this. I do not know if this works, but do not do this ever. He was in the hospital for two weeks and lucky to be alive. God damn. Alexander Litvinenko was a former Russian spy who had... I know this guy. He's a Russian spy. Putin. I mean, um, put on. Uh, put on. There's this guy named Put on. Um, he puts on a lot of clothes. Um, uh, he, he... Anyway. Heavily criticized Vladimir Putin. In 2006, he was quickly rushed to the hospital after being poisoned with a cup of tea in a London hotel. Working with Scottish detectives as he lay dying, he was able to trace the lethal substance to one of his former comrades in the Russian Secret Service, thus solving his own murder case. Whoa. How... What, what do you do when you find out your homie didn't fuck you over like that? Somebody he used to work with. So he said one of his former colleagues gave him some motherfucking tea. And that's what got him sick. I mean, is it, is, it, is it more than six million ways to die nowadays? Has the number increased? I mean, I don't know. If you look left, there's some shit going on over there. If you look right, there's some shit going on over there too. But now, some of you motherfuckers have to look up because of the shit that's going on with these damn train derailments. Listen to this shit. As I don't know what to think about this right now, but I'm in Lexington, Kentucky, and I'm about five hours south of East Palestine, where the trains derailed and released toxic chemicals into the air. Well, it's a heavy overcast today in Lexington, and it's raining, and birds are falling out of the sky and dying in the parking lot. Hey, hey, and the first thing that you decided to do was to, to, to bruh, I would have filmed them birds in the next video would have been of me walking in the opposite motherfucking direction. But then now that I say that out loud, is it safer to stay in place inside or to try to get out of that motherfucking situation on foot? Because now the chemicals are in the air. I mean, I think not. I'm dumb as fuck. Continue talking right now. Look, there is a picture. So if y'all want to help me out and share this video, that'd be great. Back in my 20s, I used to work as a mechanic and one of the classes they give you is safety. And they teach you about toxic materials and when you should use gloves. In terms of when you're dealing with gas, oil, and other derivatives from petroleum. And when it comes to VCM or vinyl chloride monomer, that is something you don't want to fuck with. It's commonly used for making PVC and, you know, in that form, it's relatively okay. But in its purest form, it's fucking highly dangerous. It's a type 1 carcinogen. That in and of itself should make you very scared. And somebody had the brilliant idea of fucking doing a controlled fire on BCM 
which is the stupidest shit you can do because then you turn something that was in an environment that was specific and you made it airborne. And that's why it's going up to the fucking clouds and being carried away by the wind. At this point, it is an airborne toxic event. Just like that fucking movie White Noise, ironically. If I lived anywhere near that fucking place, I would take my shit, pack, and move. I wouldn't even stay there. It has effects on your nervous system, on the liver. It can cause cancerous tumors. It can make you have seizures. I mean, and the long-term effects are not even really known because there's not a lot of testing on it. Do not fuck with it. If you're in Ohio, don't drink the water. Make sure that anything you're eating is not even remotely from that area or close to it. And, you know, just be safe down there and careful. I hope everyone can pull through. I wish you the best. Man, I, I don't know what I can say about that. Because, I, I mean, you got to get out of there. That's just, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. If anybody is in that area or if you have family in that area, you need to get with your other family members and get them the fuck out of there. Because the consequences of that shit getting inside of your system, it is going to be something that we have never seen i don't know if a lot of people are in the history like i am now the bombing of hiroshima and nakasaki had some some side effects that are unparalleled to some of the shit that it is that we see now in rick and morty and in some of these movies that are kind of you know fringe like i know for a fact that i've seen pictures of humans with their hearts born on the outside of their chest because of the radiation that was uh, uh, sustained after them bombs went off over there. So I don't know exactly what, what kind of mutation that this shit's gonna do, but something is terribly wrong with, with fucking with some shit that's raining out of the sky. Birds is falling out of the sky. What do you do with that? I, I mean, what the fuck? All I can do is say thank you to the guy with that information uh, uh, about the situation that he knew from his experience being a mechanic because most of the time people keep that kind of shit to their motherfucking self and, and you know knowledge is knowledge most of the time the knowledge that it is that we have we don't like to share with a lot of people usually because people don't like to listen and when people don't like to listen that usually means that they are unable to actually learn today i learned something new but this is something that i already believed see this is a different thing besides knowing and believing now i just believed that there was a great reason for hispanics not to say the n-word now i know there is a great reason excuse me wow hispanics why hispanics should not use the n-word and i'm going to share that with you listen to this on why mexicans should not use the n-word because emiliano zapata was part black because lupita nyongo was born in mexico because indian and black runaway slaves formed quilombos that fought up slave hunters for decades because they fill their prisons with black and brown bodies just like they did their ships. The criminal justice system is the new middle passage. Police brutality, the new genocide. Because Vicente Guerrero, 
the first black president in North America threatened war against the United States if they tried capturing any runaway slave in Mexico. Hermano, I like hip hop too. And I understand that your favorite rapper drops this word every other line, so tell me this. How many times have you smiled every time someone's called you a beaner? Hermana, does it make you want to wave your hands up in the air like you just don't care when someone calls you a wetback? Come on, we are so fly they call us illegal aliens. You should not play music for your ignorance when you say this word. On that right there. It, this is what I mean. The internet can be used in so many great different ways. Now, I just learned a lot and I'm going to continuously listen to that clip so I can start to memorize these names and actually look them up and see exactly what it is that he was talking about because it is great knowledge to have and a respect is gained on both sides. I learned something about you and you learned something about me. There is nothing wrong with that. I don't understand what the problem is most of the time with simple motherfucking conversation. I think what this is what I believe, and I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not even. I, I, I don't even know if I'm very confident with sharing this. I just think sometimes people have set uh, uh, parameters on what they want a conversation to be and what it is that they will not let a conversation go to instead of just having a conversation. But sometimes when you get certain individuals into these conversations, they feel like they need to show their ass. And most of the time when you show your ass, you get your ass beat, you fuck around, you find out. That's part of life. But when you don't find out and you have fucked around, this new technology age, it has a way of coming right back around and biting you in the motherfucking ass. Kind of like some lukewarm racist remarks by this guy named Grand Cardone. Now, I don't even know who the fuck he is, but I know when I watched this shit on my last break at work, it just had me feeling icky. It had me feeling like this motherfucker was intentionally trying to be disrespectful. So I watched it again. Like I usually don't. I'll check out a preview of it and then I come home and I'll wait to record and then I'll watch it on this motherfucker. But after the second time I watched this shit, I said, you know what? It might be smart. For me not to start the show with this shit on my damn mind. Listen to this disrespectful motherfucker right here. You know, we were we were gonna pick here or or Fort Lauderdale, right? I said, dude, we got we gotta stay nah, down you here. Got, this my, you're my, you're Miami. There's color down here. There's crayons. Nah, 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 nah. They, you're they, Miami. There's the, 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 the Rainbow Coalition. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're fully white though, man. I think I, there's something I, going on there that somebody didn't dude, tell I'm you about, you, man. man. I can use Mommy, the N-word. Mommy, daddy, man. grandpa. To use the N-word, right? Wait a second. Under no circumstances ever is it okay to joke about this. Is and it's uh, ooh, yeah. Uh, this is not funny. I don't. I, it's not. It's not groundbreaking at all. Now, if there was a guy in the room, even of my color, and I'm fairly, fairly light-skinned. If I was in the room and heard him insinuating that he thought that this might be a funny little venture to just inspect, I would advise him like I. 
showed you earlier that the lady did with her neighbor, I would advise him that that might not be the right method for exposure or for ratings, at least not in my presence, but continue. Right here, okay. Who knows? That's all I want. That's one of the scripts I want. You want that? I need, you need to go my to brother to tell me that I have permission to yeah. use the N-word. I got See? carry it like my permit Have somebody validate it for you, man. Have somebody validate it. I'm going to have put a shirt. permit card. I'm going to carry it around with me everywhere I go. Like, Four colors? I can use the black. I can use the N-word. Okay. So, okay. So, entrepreneurship. Now, what in the fuck is funny about that? Anything? Anything? I bet you one of you stupid motherfuckers is laughing. Now, race maybe a funny thing to some people but it's not funny at all when it dictates exactly how safe it is that you might be when you get into your car or when you go to get a job or when you do have that job certain shit happens and motherfuckers is looking at you it's not funny then but until then you motherfuckers keep joking and like I said earlier you gonna fuck around and find the fuck out Anyway, I have so much shit here to share with you. I mean, it's a love-hate relationship, no matter who it is that you're dealing with. And I'm talking about your friends, and sometimes I'm talking about your family. But no matter what, don't we always have to find a way to pick our heads up and just keep stepping forward, no matter what? Sometimes we lose our motherfucking tempers. And I heard this clip that I couldn't believe I heard. So I only listened to a piece of this one. This was the second one I really wanted to motherfucking listen to when I got home. But I had to say, you know what? I can't believe this guy's talking all of this shit. I got to put this on the pod. I heard Biden lost his motherfucking marbles and started saying some wild. Listen, just listen. Got banana clips for all these niggas acting monkey. These niggas amateurs in these streets. I got 10 trap spots, they bunking, all of them doing numbers. They just be talking, I swear these little fuck niggas don't want it. I ran up my money and I'm still in the trenches. What? Fuck with me. Yeah. What is going on with our president? Is that, is Biden still there? Is he a skinwalker? I, 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 I don't know. What do we do with this shit? I don't have any idea what to do with any of this shit right now. I mean... I, I, I don't know. I mean, then I saw another clip where this guy said his cat was saying some crazy shit. Let, let, what, what's going on with him? <laughs> what the fuck is going on with the world? Now cats are talking. I don't know if I reported it on the on the podcast recently, but I know I reported it on the podcast in one previous episode. Do you know that gorillas spearfish now? They actually get branches, branches, excuse me, sharpen them up and then lean over running water from a stream and spearfish. Now we got cats that talk. What the fuck is going on on this planet right now? I mean, I mean, 
what's next? Is the trees gonna start talking to? Huh? Is the trees gonna lean over and tell us to leave? I mean, what the fuck is going on in the motherfucking? I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, I seen some shit where a motherfucker said that North Korea popped out one of the biggest missiles ever seen, uh, 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 ever. And I believe him. It ain't no need for me to play that clip for you because it might. It might just send you into a spiral. And the last thing you need right now is a little bit more stress. I'm here to bring you positivity, wisdom, and a great perspective outlook for life. But sometimes within that realm, things can get ugly. And sometimes, most of the time, shit. The wise man told me all the time, relationships end ugly. Somebody has to die in this motherfucker. And we both know you don't want it to be you. But in case you're not with Mrs. Wright, you know what? Listen to this. What's your longest relationship? My longest relationship is eight years. Eight years and what yeah. happened? I cheated on him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Eight fucking years down the goddamn drain, bro. Eight years. Think about how long that is. And she's proud of the fact that she cheated. She's proud of the fact that she got dug out behind his back. It's no worries. No problem. I have men messaging me saying they want to kill themselves because their girl of 10 years, 20 years left them and she had that kids and etc. Right? Bro, you gotta understand that when they do you like this, they don't love you. They moved on and that's just it. The cheaters belong to the fucking streets, bro. No one cares anymore, bro, but you have to care about yourself. You have to wake the fuck up get back to work when this shit happens bro that's what this channel is here for you gotta be ready homie you gotta be ready to keep it moving when shit like that happens i'm telling you right now i know that some of you motherfuckers get into spirals and it might not even be over a bitch because you know hey hey man the heart wants what the heart wants. And sometimes you gotta let these hoes be motherfucking bitches. What else can I tell you except for the truth? And sometimes, most of the time, all of the time, I love that saying. You can trick these girls. I hate to say it. Some women are very trickable, easily trickable. And listen to this, all right? Friend, how many of you really think that you have a guy friend here? Fantastic. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna grab your phones. Man, we're gonna bring them on set. Let's do it. I want you guys to each text that guy. Matter of fact, I want y'all to call him. Call him. And I want you to tell him this exactly. I miss you. Why haven't we ever? Why haven't we ever taken it to the next level? When he, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to do this anymore. No. Hi, bro. How are you doing? How have you been? Okay, so I have a question. Like, why we never dated? I think because of Prince. What? <laughs> I think I think because of Prince. What? Why? Always talked about uh, how much he hurt you and stuff. And I thought you wasn't ready for commitment. I was what? It crossed my mind, but... Uh, Bro! What? Bro! <laughs> you tripping. <laughs> but you will. I don't make the rules, I just report them. Okay. Anyone else want to ruin their friendship? When dudes deal with you, it's not because of your vibe. <laughs> Niggas want to fuck you. Isn't that fucked up, right? I mean, why would anyone think otherwise? I mean, can you just be friends? That's the question. Maybe that's the bigger question of things. Can you just, can you, 
just be friends with a lady? Are you comfortable in that space with just being friends with a lady? I, I don't know, because some ladies, you know, they act like they doing it all by themselves, but in all actuality, they got one of those knights in, in shining armor, but that nigga be in the shadows. He ain't never seen, but they project this so strong and, and, and masculine yet feminine, so hard yet soft, so enduring but delicate type of personality. It's almost undescribable when you see him out in the world. It's almost unrec. You know what? It's unrecognizable. There's no way around what the fuck it is that I'm talking about. I'm talking about Sierra's shit. And it was brought to my attention by somebody else. So let me go ahead and let him take this shit the fuck away. This Sierra made a song about not needing a man? This Sierra? Happily married Sierra? All pro NFL quarterback Russell Wilson's wife, Sierra? She made a song about not needing a man? She made a song about being... Miss Independent and promoting single life for black women? Pfft, I, no way. This is for the girls get money. This is for the girls that don't need no man. This is for the girls that love yourself. This is for all the girls that did it by yourself. This is for all the girls that's I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-N-T. Y'all help me out here. Because the, the Sierra that's in that video and the one that's in this video that I'm finna get ready to show you, they can't be the same person. I, I just, I, I refuse to believe it. It's just amazing. And when I look on that video, I I just think, I think, you know, that that man got my back. What? He got your back. But a lot of girls, go ahead. And it feels different, you know. Um, that man, he's always there for me. Like, it's crazy. Like, I can't even explain it. Like, this morning. I okay, make a song about it. Make a motherfucking song about that shit. That's what the lady, that's what I want. That's what getting, I don't know about these other niggas. I don't want to hear about mother uh, 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 while I'm trying to get something. I like for women to sing about love. Don't sing, don't call me bruh, neither, baby. I'll call you baby. Uh, I won't call you bitch if you don't call me bruh. How about that? Is that, is that, a, is, can, can we make that agreement? I'm sorry, continue. It's not ever a moment where he won't pause to, like, make sure I'm good, you know? You good. Or it can be creative, you know, advice, you know, whatever. He's just there for me. Make a song about love, about being in love. Hey, I'm telling you, if you make it right now, it may not go platinum like everybody wants you to go double, triple, quadruple platinum, but it will stand the testament of time in the canon of handbooks that's being written right now. There's going to be a million different perspectives about what's going on. But one thing that the celebrity can do is go ahead and still put forth their best creative art despite the circumstances of the times. So you mean to tell me that you're promoting a lifestyle that you don't want for yourself? You're promoting a lifestyle to young women that you're not even living yourself. This is why I've lost a lot of respect for black artists, because you promote a lifestyle that leads to death, jail, drug and alcohol use, the breakup of families, wastefulness. But guess what? Here's the kicker. You're not even living the life that you're promoting on wax. You're not even living that life, but you promote it and you put it out. And guess who listens to it? And this is not a show. The young women.
the middle age with some of the older women too. Like, hey, hey, I mean, nobody is exempt for for their creative uh, 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 output. You gotta you gotta own that shit. John is Sierra Russell Wilson because we absolutely love black love and marriage, and we love to see a strong black man and a woman striving and holding the family down and keeping the family together. And we appreciate you guys setting that example for us. But we have to do better about the music that we put out and promote because we are absolutely influencing the next generation with the things that we say and do. They're looking at us. This Sierra? I mean, what? <sighs> what do you do? There's nothing that we could do except for not support it. I hate to say it, but you can't support this shit. There's no way around it. You can't support some shit that keeps hurting the community. That's just as simple as things can get. If it's hurting the fucking community and you support it, that means you support the next wave of fucking hurt. Because the kids, no matter what it is that we think, we may tell them to do one thing, but it's our actions that speak volumes over the words it is that we just blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so, you know, we got to change the situation. We got to, I'm sorry, but we, I can't support the shit. I mean, you know, I, I, I can't. I just really can't. Now, one thing I can do is just try my hardest to try to get people educated about what the fuck is going on in the world especially if you are black you need to understand that there are some there are some predictions that were made not too long ago that have actually come into fruition the other predictions that follow those are scary as fuck i hate to be the messenger but somebody has to spread the message listen you mentioned that blacks will be pretty much a permanent underclass in America by the year 2015. Why the year 2015? 2015 because what, I, what I've concluded from analysis is that there are going to be a converging of, of social factors nationally and internationally that's going to place blacks in a permanent status of underclassship. And one, we, we anticipate by that point in time, based on all the research that's coming to us, that the next generation of whites are going to be more anti-black than they've been since the Civil Rights Movement. Two, we anticipate by the same token, about 86 million Hispanics coming into the United States and about 41 million Asians by that point in time, which is going to kick black folk out of being the majority minority in the society uh, down to a minority minority. We've been number two in the society for 400 years as a group. We're going to become number four. And, uh, and if we have not gotten anything after being number two for 400 years, you guess what's going to happen when we become number four? Because at that point in time, all the new groups coming into America, they're coming in higher than we are because this country operates off of a preferential acceptance program, which means that groups are coming in based on skin color, they're going from the lightest down to the darkest, light, yellow, brown, black. And that's what our immigration laws are based on. And black folk would not be able to penetrate through those groups to get to the white society uh, when that happens because those groups owe us nothing. They don't understand our problems and they are competitive with us and we don't begin to be a little more aggressive about being in a competitive posture, they're going to eat our lunches. You mentioned. See what I mean? That kind of clip right there. I'd have to break it down. And truthfully, I don't even know if I have time. Let me check real quick. Yeah, I'm already at 50 minutes. I know y'all ain't ready. Maybe I'll break it down on a two-piece for you. Maybe I'll drop a two-piece for you. Because this is a pretty long morning episode. This is your, 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 your February 21st episode. So, yes, it is. As always, 
delivered on motherfucking time. Now, I got one last clip, and this for one particular group of people. That group of people was everybody, everybody who collects or likes shoes. Take it away. When you find out the truth about modern footwear, you may be thinking there's a conspiracy about shoes. <laughs> so back in the day, footwear was made of usually animal hides or, I don't know, leaves, bark, all kinds of stuff, all of which are natural materials. Nowadays, the vast majority of shoes use synthetic rubber soles. And you may be thinking, <laughs> what's a big deal? But here's where things get a little crazy. Listen. Between the human heart and the brain, the minerals that flow through your blood as they pump create an electromagnetic force field. And as we all know, the Earth has magnetic fields of its own. When you are bare feet on the ground or wearing natural material on your feet, you are grounded, it's called, and electrons can flow freely through your body. But when you wear rubber-soled shoes, you cut yourself off from the healing mechanisms of the magnetic force fields of this Earth. Because synthetic rubber has an insulating effect, insulates you from the force field of the Earth. When you get bare feet on the ground, you have improved mood, sleep, Reduce pain, reduce stress, improves wound healing, and you can protect yourself from harmful effects of electromagnetic force field, from Wi-Fi, cell power, smart meters, and more. So what happens when billions of people are totally insulated from the healing processes of the magnetic field of the Earth? Something strange. And that's why grounding is... That's why grounding is very important. I mean, you gotta think about it. I mean, is there a reason why everybody... I mean, take your shoes off once in a while. Your feet probably stink already, motherfucker. Take them shoes. Then again, some of you motherfuckers got like 40 or 50 pairs of shoes. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I, it, it, this is the end. Okay? It's over with. The podcast is done. What can... What? what? Yes, that's what I thought. Grandson. Papa. My guy. What, what's, what's, what's going on, man? You, you know. I am a fucking idiot. This is true. And it is time now for you to pull out your phones if you have not already. Please give me a five-star liking. Can I get you to uh, subscribe to the show? Hit that notification bell thing at the... I don't know where it's at. It looks like a bell. It's by the Justice and the Peace podcast. Uh, 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 title sign. Yes, I'm fucking tired. But anyway, go ahead, like, rate, subscribe to the show. Sharing is a form of support. I'm not asking you motherfuckers for money. They will give me money if you show that you like the fucking show. So go ahead, like, rate, subscribe, and share the show. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt anybody in the process, you are all right with me. Every single one of these podcasts are dedicated to the life, the love, the memory, the legacy of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left or until I meet death. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. And as long as you don't hurt nobody, you good with me, okay? Now, ending this show has always been an awkward thing for me because I hate to just say goodbye and have a great fucking day. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to read you seven things that somebody says. This, it took me seven years to learn. I'll teach it to you. In three minutes, it's not going to take me three minutes to read this shit and then I'm out of here, all right? 
it's gonna it's gonna take me less than three minutes. Here is what you need to understand about life, okay? Number one, even when you trust someone, keep some things to your motherfucking self, okay? No matter how long you've known them, keep something to yourself. That's number one. Number two, if you want to build something worthwhile, be ready for criticism. People gonna say what the fuck it is that they gonna say anyway. So if you're going to try to create something, be ready for people to criticize that shit. And not only that, for people to be envious and, je and jealous of what it is that you can do and they cannot. Number three, your mental health is way more important than your career will ever be. Do not break your mind nor your back for no paycheck. It's not work. It's not worth it. You only get one body. Number four, you become an unstoppable force when you realize that you can do it alone, no matter what it is that you're going through in life. Some people just think that they need that special person to get them to that one place. At the same time, it is you that's going to propel yourself there. Number five, be okay with people not liking you. Most people don't even like themselves. So many people try to impress other motherfucking people and they don't even understand that that other motherfucking person ain't even thinking about you. You are the last and furthest motherfucking thing on they damn mind. They got so many damn problems going on in their life. They just don't talk about them to you. Everybody ain't open and everybody don't like talking like my ass. Number six, not everything will go according to plan. Always be ready to adapt. Now, my grandma used to always teach me have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and a plan D. Because you don't never know in what variation that those things may fall into place. But we all know it's A, B, C, D. But yeah, have at least four different alternative things for your plan. And also just be willing and ready to adapt. Number seven, you can always choose to be happy no matter what happens in your life. Being sad is never an option. So if you convince yourself that you're not sad and you don't want to be sad, yes, sad things will happen. People are going to pass if you live long enough. And sadly, I, and I, truthfully, it's not really sadly. As long as you're alive and you're watching people lie, if, as long as you are alive and you watching people die, excuse me, doesn't that mean that you still winning? Yeah, so hands up to you if you winning in this month. You still alive. Shit. Do not waste time stressing out about things you cannot control. You can't control it. Real shit. Why stress it? Just uh, wait five seconds, and if it don't pass, wait five more motherfucking seconds. Number nine, choose a direction and make sure you surround yourself with the right people who have the strengths that you lack. Once again, I have to thank you for listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. I cannot thank you enough for joining my nonsensical ass. Do whatever it is that you need to do. Just don't hurt nobody in the process. Peace. Why, thank you, you motherfucker.